0: Welcome to Beyond the Bombshell, the podcast that dives deep into the heart and soul of real life. I'm your host, Michelle Stokes, and I'm here to guide you through this empowering journey. We'll talk about real life and what it truly takes to be a strong, confident, and fulfilled woman. Join us as we rewrite the rules and celebrate the extraordinary and fierce women we all are. We'll share insights, build a space for uncomfortable conversations, and truly just embrace real life. Let's go beyond the surface and find your real life bombshell just
1: for Hey friends, I'm back. Doing a very, these recordings are getting more and more and more impromptu. Very much. So I need to block out my calendar for this Thursday to just do bulk recordings. So Brianna, the editor has lots to work on. I find it a little bit hard to record in advance because I just like to record what's, what's on my mind at like at that time. So Work in progress, but the weekly recordings have been consistent. You know, maybe I will drop off and lose one from time to time, but I find it really hard to bulk record things when I really want things to be meaningful and important to me in this moment and not, not feel forced. So, anywho, I just listened to last week's uh, recording of um, Mom Guilt and post WPO retreat and just kind of go through all that. And I thought it'd be a good, Maybe, you know, part two to talk about like what self care actually means to me right now. And I thought it would be cool to do it as a little twist because I did a little bit of reflection of like what self care was and meant to me at 26 versus now at 36. So if you are 26 and you're listening, I'm not shitting on you. If you, no matter the age, are doing any of these things that I'm like comparing, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like negative or make you feel bad or any of these things. So just like keep listening get over it if you're like she is you know at me it's you know is she like exposing me just stop but i thought it was cool because and like self-care design is really fluffy so maybe i'll call it something else but i just thought it was really interesting to look at you know how how i used to take care of myself (laughs) in quotations you know, before the kids, you know, just before Bam was born, still professional, still super, super young. I'm still super, super young. But how, you know, me, we, I, uh, maybe a lot of you can relate, used to take care of ourselves. And maybe you still do. And maybe after listening to this, you might tweak a couple things. I don't know. But just really eye-opening to see, you know, how how we thought we were taking care of ourselves. And we still were, but how it has evolved. So, I'll kind of go through the list I made. So pre-baby, 26-year-old Michelle, still professional, you know, had a great career, really good career, important career. But any days that were honestly frustrating or exciting, if I just thought I needed a break or if I needed time to myself, my go-to therapy was Winners. And not that Winners is not some sort of, you know, feel good moment right now for me because, you know, you all know I still love shopping. We'll talk about that all in a minute in like the current, you know, taking care of myself view. But I can remember, especially when we were living in Alberta, every Saturday, anytime me and Josh had an argument, anytime there was a bad day at work, anything, if I was felt homesick, if I was just frustrated, if I was happy, if I got, you know, an overtime check, It was retail therapy at Winners, honestly spending money that I did not have. Let's face it, just I wasn't really a a window shopper, window browser. I did touch a lot of things and not buy them, but retail therapy was, was it. And it was really toxic, like looking back at it. It was a lot of spending money that I didn't have, wasting a lot of time probably, In the store and people are already stopped listening right now, they are gonna just be like, Yeah, Michelle, I'm gonna start listening. stop listening to this podcast right now because you are being insensitive to my (laughs) self-care habit. So I'm just gonna stop listening and to each your own. But it would just felt different than it was like, you know, I'm gonna go and just, you know, spend the money and come home and who you know never return anything I still don't return anything but then maybe feel guilty after we bought it after we bought you know spent so much money or feel guilty that I had it or maybe Josh would be like oh Michelle you know here's we need to put you on allowance because every occasion if it was happy sad frustrating angry it just meant going and buying something back you know in a 26 year old version I'll say walks were still super super important and that's like my main thing right now as well but you know, partying, drinking, we all did it. We all, we all did it. But, you know, you had a really hard, long week at work. And in that era, I just thought it was, let's just go drinking. Let's just have a party. Let's just forget all the worries. Let's forget what happened this week. Let's celebrate. And let's just have a ripper. And that ripper would happen on a Friday or Saturday night. And then you would hate your life on a Sunday or Monday. And it just was, again, I guess a little bit toxic of, how you i took care of myself tv has i don't know what happened to tv in current michelle like the i'm jumping ahead but like i don't really watch tv and a lot of you are gonna be like what the heck you're a freaking weirdo but we don't and maybe i'll i'll talk through that a little bit and be like why i don't know why but how it has evolved to that but you know uh, on the weekends any free time it would just be binge watching tv i would watch you know, whatever love stories or whatever reality TV, it wasn't a whole lot of reality TV back then. So then I would find myself going and getting arguments with Josh because I was watching this show and like, they were right in love. And then he wasn't treating me romantically like, you know, Deacon on Nashville or whatever that was, was, was treating his partner. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it's just ridiculous thinking about it, but you know, back before you mature a little bit like you always take care of yourself quote unquote and it's just it's just funny to look at it so toxic retail therapy at winners and that has has i think i have grown i have grown i maybe asked josh to vouch for this of, of my spending habits and how we spend and how we buy things and it's not to make me feel good anymore it's just because i want to do it <laughs> but the partying the drinking the socializing has more become, you know, more just a social drink, not like a Rick Warren party and then regretting it the next day. Massage, nails, hair have always been like a a quote unquote part of like self-care for me, but it's really changed. So I'm going to jump into like currently and how, you know, taking care of myself looks a little bit different. One of the things I think a lot of you is going to go back to TV. You're going to think I'm a weirdo, but this just brings peace to me when I'm driving. If the kids aren't with me, or if Josh is not with me, I drive in silence. And you're all going to think that's weird. Sometimes, depending if there's a podcast that I feel I really want to listen to, or I'm kind of like in that real goal getter, like, come on, let's get shit done. I will turn on a podcast or two. But in the past, I'll say year, I don't know, maybe hasn't been that long. But It's been a really long time. I actually drive in silence. Sometimes I'm in like a hype mood, really exciting mood. Of course, I'll turn on like my favorite song and blast it up. And if you're stopped by me and stops on you, like, what the freak is she doing? And maybe record me. That hasn't happened yet. (laughs) But I actually like driving in silence. It just eases my mind. Honestly, I don't even know if I think sometimes. Sometimes I'm not even thinking. I'm just trying to like clear my mind and just you know driving to the office, driving home. I used to always call my mom driving home, and now. I'll shit on myself because I don't. But that time has just been become like sacred time for me to just just be quiet, to just not have anyone asking me anything, not no chit chat or no nothing, just just silence. And it's become a really important piece of my starting and ending every day. And today it's funny. I'm working from home. I did not drive into the office in quiet and peace. <laughs> I'm frazzled with our new puppy. Maybe that was why. But driving, driving in peace and quiet and silence if you haven't done it maybe try it you know i think it initially started because i was super super frustrated and i couldn't hear myself think and i would just mute the music or mute the podcast and now it's just become accustomed to just want silence really current michelle when it comes to taking care of myself i will not say i am at my healthiest or my most fit or anything of that nature That. Maybe it could be a different podcast, but I'm not shitting on myself either with like my weight or my body or anything like that. But the most important piece of that, you know, taking care of yourself, your mind, your body is definitely just listening to my body. If I wake up in the morning and you all know, I just try to do something. I don't do a whole lot of exercise anymore. Some walking, some stretching, some yoga, but I just listen to my body because if I feel I just need to do downward dog literally for 20 minutes, I will do that. I will lie. (laughs) on the floor in downward dog motion or position and just move my body a little tiny bit and just sit there or lie there or stay in that position for like 20 minutes and my body feels and is telling me to do so. I don't share a whole lot of the morning photos anymore because back a few years ago when I was doing like the 30 minutes for 30 days, a lot of you were doing that with me. I felt really, it got really consuming. I know I used to post it and a lot of you would show up and do some type of exercise for yourself as well, but I felt like it was almost like addicting and I felt like I just had to force myself to like do some type of exercise or whatever that it just didn't feel like I needed that thing. So I just really stopped that. <laughs> and I don't often share photos with you guys every morning anymore because I just want to like, you know, maybe sleep in if I want to, maybe do some stretches, maybe, you know, go for a really aggressive, super, super fast walk maybe do some push-ups, like weird things like that. But I just really listen to my body. And a lot of it is about like stretching and like a Pilates type yoga type thing now. And that's, that's what has become really important for me right now. And it's not, you know, I hate sweating. <laughs> my friend Jill's listening. She's like, Michelle, shut up. You stop doing that. But I do. I do. I hate sweating. I just like, I just like, you know, moving my body in a way that feels good and feels comfortable. And I'm just not like, sweating like a pig and got to go wash my hair after that's probably the main thing but that's what taking care of me and my body looks like right now and if you have a few pounds on you have a few pounds on If if your ass looks better than ever or your person freaking embrace it but a lot of the 30 minutes for 30 days for michelle these days looks like it happens behind the scenes and not posted and just doing things that like my body feels like it needs right now One little thing that I've started doing a long, long time ago that you guys might pick up on is I always have a big glass of water before I have coffee. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm just parched and like super, super thirsty when I get up in the morning. But I'm assuming it's a good habit to have. I'm I'm sure. But it's something I really, really enjoy. Like As soon as I wake up, as soon as I come downstairs, like brush my teeth first, which is kind of weird, too. Some people are like, why are you brushing your teeth already? But I have to as soon as I wake up. But I always have a big glass of water before I have coffee. And it just just makes me... Well, one, it's cold. And I feel like it just makes me a little bit more alert than just, you know, cozying up in my warm and hot coffee. But I think it makes me a little more alert a bit more like like, Oh, okay, I'm here. I'm here to take on the day. Um, and it's just a cute little thing. Cute. It's not that cute. It's just a very practical thing to start your day because drinking a lot of water is really hard sometimes. Uh, what else do I have that I do at 36? It could look like tidying up my closet. <laughs> it also could look like folding laundry just because it feels like an accomplishment because it's done. Yeah. You know, when I walk in my closet in the morning and the closet's organized and I have outfits, you know, picking in my outfit the night before, which I don't always do, that is definitely self-care. Paying my cleaner to come, Clean my bathrooms and do my floors, which is a very, it's a privilege. It's not a lot of women will sacrifice or give up something to have that money to do that. And I, I have, (laughs) but it's definitely a big form of taking care of myself and self care because nothing's better than coming home to a a clean house. So it's not all about, you know, the exercise water going to the gym or you know shopping or nails hair it's the little things at home like trying to turn off your phone or trying not to be on my phone between six o'clock and eight o'clock so I can actually try and be present with the kids which is extremely hard but when I do it's me taking care of myself and also my family and our relationships another thing I think is important that might not go you know, under the normal categories of self-care because you always think about, you know, your mind, your body, I guess it's still going with your mind, honestly. But like, you know, if it's exercise, if it's massage, like massage is non-negotiable for me. Like if Kelly, my massage therapist is listening, she knows I do not miss a month. It is, I guess I entitle it to self-care, but I make it as an appointment. It's like a doctor's appointment for me. It's like a non-negotiable. I cannot miss it. I will be in pain if I do. So that that is a self-care. And honestly, like my hair just needs to be done because I am getting gray and my nails. Secretly, if Yulia's listening or Natasha at the goal at Goldie, I really started doing my nails. I wouldn't look at it as a self care thing because I find it actually really, really hard to sit still in this appointment for like an hour and a half or two hours to get my nails done. Um, that is a time actually I use to listen to podcasts and make calls. I wear my headphones. I honestly started doing my nails because it was a great way for me to get in a room with women. <laughs> like, sorry, <laughs> that that's why. It does obviously make me feel good when I have nice nails on and people compliment them and makes me feel like I'm more put together. But honestly, I started doing them because I wanted to be in a room regularly with like, you know, women of my age, of my interests and just kind of like, honestly, it was like almost like a, a networking lead gen type thing that I said, I should do this. It, it's going to cost a little bit of money, but it will guarantee me always, being in a room meeting new people and that's why i started honestly another thing just as like a tip this this, this is something a lot of stuff people are like oh i want to be better i want to feel better i'm going to do you know some things that michelle mentioned like the easiest thing is drink glass of water when you first get up and then move your patty whichever way you feel it's gonna make you feel good and you can drive in silence <laughs> you might find it awkward as fuck well. but one thing i think that really helps me and it's kind of a weird self-care probably not the normal self-care that you would think about is not following people or paying attention to people and certain accounts on social media just because a lot of you will be like oh michelle i'm gonna follow unfollow your account now maybe but that's fine but i just find lots of times on social media we always like compare or we're like oh my god i wanted to do that or oh my god they're doing that now because i was doing it And these are actual words and thoughts that i have definitely had in my head and a really important thing that I did, of, you know, a one very important thing I think of taking care of myself is making sure, like, you know, obviously we all spend time on social media. Like, let's not say we don't. You know I do. You know I spend a lot of time on social media because I'm posting and sharing stuff all the time. But I do, you know, from time to time, check in and do a mindless mindless scroll, look at reels, look at people's photos. Not as much as you would think, honestly, because a lot of people say I'm on social media a lot, which I am. But it's usually creating content or getting stuff ready to post. Or sharing my life with you. Lots of times I miss stuff that people share on social media because I don't creep as much as you would think I do. But one, you know, taking care of me thing that I really think is important is not following or, you know, not not that you're unfriending or blocking these people, but like just not having them come up in your feed all the time to be like comparison, to be comparing yourself to them. I think it's really, it really hurts yourself seeing your confidence and you just always feel... It's really hard to be, to come from abundance and come from like, you know, a happy place or a, a fulfilled place if you feel like people that you're seeing every day and on social media it means you're seeing them every day are doing things and saying things and stuff that make you feel a little bit insecure or a little bit bad or a little bit left out or just make you feel bad about it. And I just think it's important that if you find yourself, you know, seeing things on a regular basis from certain people that just doesn't sit right with you or doesn't make you feel good you should just unfollow them honestly just do it i would think that's a really good tip and thing to think of because we see a lot on social media and sometimes you see things that just makes you feel bad makes you feel like a, you know maybe not you know makes you feel like you're not a great mom or not a perfect wife or you're cooking craft dinner and michelle's sharing hello fresh and she's a better mom than me and you all know that that is not the case i hope you know that i really hope you do so i think i rambled a lot but that's okay because i had stuff in my head and i just like to ramble about how self-care has evolved from me or has evolved for me from you know my pre-baby days to current days and i think a lot of you listening can relate and maybe you're still doing a lot of the things that I did a couple of years ago, too. And that's not wrong. I'm not saying there's anything wrong or bad or anything about it. I'm just trying to prove a point that we all grow up. We all take care of ourselves differently. And some of us just really take the time to understand what, what's important and what makes us feel good. Instead of just going with the same old shit that we did back in high school. Into university days and into our young adult days. So if you have any insight, any comments, any stories or any suggestions, if you want to shit on this or just give me some rave and uh, shout outs, pop me a DM. I
0: would love to hear from you. Chat soon. That wraps up another inspiring episode of Beyond the Bombshell. I hope our time together has ignited a fire within you to embrace your authentic self and show up fearlessly. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to continue this empowering conversation, Make sure you subscribe to Beyond the Bombshell on your favorite podcast platform and join our community of fierce women who are rewriting the rules and embracing their unique journeys. Connect with me on social media at Bombshell Babes Club, where we can continue to uplift and support each other to share Beyond the Bombshell moments and let's inspire others to embrace their true selves. Remember, you are more than what meets the eye. You are a force to be reckoned with. Keep shining, keep growing, and keep embracing
1: the extraordinary woman that you are. Until next time, stay real and keep going beyond the bombshell.